Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Again, it's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Our God is truly good. Amen. We want to open this service again this morning with prayer. Amen. Calling to our God for those that are in need this morning. Father, again, Lord, we look unto you who is the author and the finish of our faith, O oh God. We need you, Jesus, this day in this land, God. And I call to you, Lord, because your word tells me to call upon you in the time of trouble and you would hear us and deliver us. And we will glorify your name, God. And so we call to you today, Lord. Uh, we want your perfect will to be done in this land, O oh God. And I thank you, Lord, for another glorious day that you've given, O oh God. And I I pray, God, that you would comfort the feeble minds today, God, that you would touch the heart. Uh, God, those that are sick and in the hospital today from this virus, oh, God, they, I ask you that you would reach down, oh, God, again today, that you would touch like only you can touch. God, your word tells me that you was wounded uh, for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our pieces upon you, Lord, and I call to you and ask you, Lord God, to look beyond our faults and see the needs of our land today, God. I pray that you would give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding, O oh God, that, that you would continue to be that strength, O oh God, uh, that your children need, O oh God. You give strength to us as we worship you, as our hearts are filled with praise today, O oh God. I pray that you go into every home today, every life, O oh God, today, to show yourself strong today, Lord, on the behalf of the people today, O oh God. I pray that you would touch them, O oh God, if there is discouragement, that you would be an encourage if there's loneliness, uh, that you would be that friend that they're needing today, God. Everything is in you, Lord God. You are the door. You are the everlasting life. You're the faithful one. You're the holy one. Oh, God, you're the king above all kings, and you're the lords uh, of all lords. And I thank you today, God, just for another opportunity to lift my voice uh, and to thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, to thank you for your mercy, to thank you for your blessings upon us. God, there's none like you. You are indeed the glory and the lifter up of our heads today. I pray, Father, that you would go into every nursing home, O oh God, and that the medical staff, O oh God, in the hospitals and the nursing homes, uh, that you would protect them, that you would guard them, that you would guide them. Those on the mercy ship, O oh God, in the comfort our military men and women, O oh God, I pray that you would protect them, O oh God. I pray for our leaders of our nations, our cities, our townships, our mayors, our governors, uh, our senators, our congressmen, our representatives, O oh God, our judges, uh, our lawyers, O oh God, our council members, that you would touch their hearts, that you would touch their minds, that you would touch their souls, O oh God, today, and you would give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding, that you would continue, God, to root out evil and wickedness of this land, O oh God. Uh, I know, God, there's nothing impossible for you to do, Jesus. Uh, and I ask you, Lord God, that you would hear our voice today, hear our cry to you today, God, across this land. And we give you thanks and we give you praise and we give you glory. We give you honor and we give you thanks again this morning, O oh God. And I thank you, Lord God, for your people, Lord. And they will be encouraged this day in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing this song with us today. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, someone is praying for you. Oh, someone is praying 
for you. When you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two, remember someone is praying for you. Oh, someone is praying for you. Sing it with me this morning. Oh, someone is praying for you. If you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two, Remember someone is praying for you. Don't forget that. Reach out and touch each other in your home this morning. Oh, someone is praying for you. Oh, someone is praying for you. When you feel that you're alone and your heart would break in two, remember someone is praying for you. We're praying for you. I want you to know we're praying for you today. So don't lose hope. Someone is praying for you. Oh, we got you on the altar. Hallelujah. Oh, someone is praying for you. Three times a day we're calling your name. When you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two, remember someone is praying for you. What words of comfort to know that someone is calling God for you. Oh, someone is praying for you. Feel comfort in that. Oh, someone is praying for you. And Jesus says if two of you agree on earth is touching anything, when you feel you're alone, and your heart would break in two. Remember someone is praying for you. In your homes today, why don't you hold each other together and say, Someone is praying for us. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, someone is praying for us. When we feel like we are alone and our hearts will break in two, remember someone is praying for us. One more time. Oh, someone is praying for you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, someone 
is praying for you when you feel you're alone and your heart would break in two remember someone is praying for you God I thank you for your people God I thank you Lord God for another opportunity to just call their name for you I'm thankful, God, for my brothers and sisters this morning in the Lord, uh, that I can bring their needs to you again this morning, God, uh, for this land, oh God, for the people, for our nation, for our president, uh, our vice president, uh, as cabinet, oh God, the saints of the Most High God, uh, for every pastor, every saint of God uh, across the land, around the world, uh, every person, oh God, that I have an opportunity, God, to intercede again this morning on their behalf, O oh God, to call upon you, Lord God, and make our petitions known this morning, God, and supplicate uh, for the needs of the land this morning, O oh God. Uh, I praise you, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Think about this, saints, this morning. Think about it, church. Think about it, people. No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can give you peace that can understand. No one can bind your wounds with hell's hands. No one can touch you like Jesus No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can give you peace you can't understand. No one can bind your wounds with nail-scarred hands. No one can touch you like Jesus Will you let him touch you this morning? Will you just reach out this morning and let him touch you? No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can give you peace you can't understand. No one can find your wounds with hell's garden. wants to touch you, just reach out and touch him this morning. No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can give you peace you can't understand. No one can find yours with nails scarred hands. Touch you like Jesus can. I pray you're feeling him right now as you reach to him. No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can 
you Jesus no one can touch you like Jesus can. oh I pray that you're filling him no one can give you peace you can't understand no one can bite your wounds with nails scarred hands no one can touch you I pray that you let him touch you this morning. I pray that you will allow him to reach down as only Jesus can touch you, my friend. As only Jesus can give you peace uh, like none other. The Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him because you trust in him. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord Jehovah is an ever saving strength. Amen. You can touch him this morning. There's only one way to touch him. Just believe when you call upon his name this morning. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you and he cares for you this morning, my friend. Amen. Hallelujah. God, I thank Thank you. Oh, I praise you this morning. He's worthy of our praise. Amen. He's worthy of your glory. So let me encourage you this morning, my friend, when you start feeling alone because you've got to be shut in. When you start feeling like, what am I going to do? Let me encourage you today. Somebody is praying for you. I tell you, this preacher is praying for you. So you can feel comfort in knowing that I'm calling your name before God. I'm interceding for you on your behalf and on your family's behalf and on your loved one's half. Amen. I've asked our church if they would pray three times a day. Amen. Calling upon the Lord on behalf of our nation and the people around this world. Amen. And and I know our God says if two or three is touching, agree is touching anything in the name of the Lord, it'll be done. Uh, amen. And it is time. I'm, I'm waiting in his time. Amen. I can't lean to my own understanding. I have to wait on God. Uh, God, the Bible tells me in Isaiah, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk uh, and not faint. Amen. So I just keep praising God. I just keep magnifying God. I just keep exalting God. I just keep living according to the word of God. Amen. Because God's ways are not my ways and neither is his thoughts my thoughts. Amen. He knows what's right. He knows what's best for me. Amen. But I've got exceeding precious promises that he won't leave me. He won't forsake me. I got a promise that he brought me out not to leave me. He brought me out to carry me in. I got a promise. Amen. I'll hold your hand. I'll be right with you always, even until the ends of the earth. And so I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say for you to rejoice. He's worthy to be praised. We greet you this morning. Amen. From La Crosse, Wisconsin. Amen. We pray that you are blessed of the Lord. Amen. So let me encourage you again. Don't don't sit in your house and get depressed. Amen. There's there's things you can do. Amen. Just get a hold of the word of God. 
Amen. And in your house, they started having church. Amen. In fact, the early church, amen, they be, they started from house to house. Amen. While you're sitting in your house, amen, my Bible it tells me that you and Jesus make a majority in any situation. Amen. And if two or three Jesus says are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of it. Amen. So just have church. Be excited. Amen. Let the fresh air come through your windows. Amen. Praise God. Just be excited about the things of God. Don't worry about the small stuff. Amen. Don't sweat the small stuff. He's got it under control, okay? Amen. This world is not our home. We are just passing through. We're going to a better place. Amen. We're we're like Abraham there and Isaac and Jacob. We're looking for that city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Praise God. I'm going to dance on the streets of gold, and I pray you right there with me, dancing with me. As they used to say down south, amen. We can do square dance on the streets of gold. Amen. Swing your partner, dosted dough. Amen. Praise God. You need to be dancing on the streets of gold. Amen. What's that song say? I want to know what it's like to make my way down the rivers of life, except by the rivers of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isaiah this morning. To the book of Isaiah, chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61, give you a chance to get there for a few moments. Isaiah chapter 61, starting with verse 1. Oh, prophet Isaiah, there's ever been a prophet that could tell us something about Jesus. It was Isaiah. Everything about that book is, is all about Jesus Christ. Praise God, more than any other ones in the, in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 61, starting with verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. Oh, I love that passage. Amen. And I want to speak to this thought to you today. Amen. Praise God. Healing the brokenhearted. Healing the brokenhearted. Father, we praise you. We glorify you, God. We magnify you. We exalt you. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay with us, O God. Fill us with your love and kindness and tender mercies and blessings, O God. May you be exalted. This day, your word will not return void, O God, but it will accomplish that, that you please it and prosper whereunto you sent it. And you said, we shall go out with joy, Lord, and be led forth in peace, and the mountains and the hills would break forth in the singing, and all the trees of the fields would clap their hands, and instead of the thorns would come up the fir tree, instead of the briars will come up the murder tree, and it shall be a name unto the Lord, and an everlasting son shall not be cut off, God. So let your word accomplish its purpose 
hearts today in every heart, in every life, in every mind, oh God. We thank you this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Healing a broken hearted. One of the most disappointed things to me is when I'm putting a puzzle together and I get to the end and there are some pieces missing. It might be two pieces missing or three pieces missing. And you know that the puzzle isn't completed until all the pieces is in that puzzle. And so you start looking everywhere, try to find the pieces of the puzzle. You look under the table. You look under the chair. You look in the chair. You either may go back and look to where you had the puzzle stored. You, you're trying to find those pieces of puzzles that is missing. Amen. Because you know that it's not completed uh, until all the pieces is in that puzzle. Amen. Today, there seems to be so many people who have broken hearts. Many have their hearts broken due to unexpected death or a sickness or the death of a loved one. Or their heart has been broken due to a divorce or while others uh, has had theirs broken due to disappointment of a parent or a co-worker or a friend or maybe a minister or maybe a spouse. Amen. But it's one of these things, uh, the broken heart, uh, that Jesus says that he's come to heal. Amen. He's come to heal the brokenhearted. So just who are the brokenhearted? Uh, it is those who is overcome with grief and sorrow and despair. It is those who are emotionally stressed uh, and depressed. Uh, it is those who are feeling unloved uh, and those who may be feeling worthless uh, are those who may have slow self-esteem. Amen. Uh, uh, someone whose loved one uh, uh, has gone astray uh, or you got a loved one uh, that's in another country uh, or in another state uh, and you, for some reason, oh, how you long to see them, but they can't because of the karate virus uh, has them away uh, and you can't get to see them and so your heart uh, is broken you're feeling sorrow you're feeling grief you're feeling lonely you're starting to feel like you're depressed because you long to see that loved one uh, but you can't and so your heart uh, is broken. Uh, it's those who is carrying the weight uh, of the world on their shoulders uh, and they don't see any relief uh, that is in sight. Uh, you see with a broken heart syndrome uh, if it's not treated immediately it can be just like a massive heart attack. Uh, you've got to heal uh, this broken heart syndrome uh, that is in you. If not, it can cause more damage uh, than a heart attack. Uh, amen. The most common signs uh, of a broken heart uh, is chest pains, uh, 
and shortness of breath. Uh, you, you may feel like you are having a heart attack. Isn't it amazing that some of the symptoms they say of the karate virus is that you, you're having chest pains or your shortness of breath. Uh, are we really having problems with karate virus or, or are we suffering from a broken heart? Uh, amen. We've got to have it fixed. Uh, and this is what Jesus says uh, that he's came to do. Uh, he's come to heal the broken heart. Uh, stay with me this morning. Uh, you see, to men, a broken heart uh, is never easy. There's no quick way to fix and to stop a heart from hurting so much when you've been disappointed, when you've been let down, when you've been cheated on, when you've been lied about. You just don't fix a broken heart. To stop loving is not an option. You've got to still love because Jesus tells us you've got to love. And so therefore, you've got to get your heart fixed. Amen. And we've got to have it fixed. And Jesus says, I have come to heal the brokenhearted. You see, your heart is the drumbeat. It is the life giver. Amen. Of the life and the soul. But when the Bible speaks of the heart, it's speaking to the mind, the center of intellect. And God knows that if he don't heal our minds, if he doesn't heal our thoughts, then it's easy to be discouraged. It is easy to feel sorrow for yourself. It is easy to be downtrodden. It is easy to give up hope. It is easy to walk away. It is easy to see there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But I come to tell you today, Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He come to bind up the wounds. He come to mend the things that the enemy of your soul has tried to take away. Praise God. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He says, He's anointed me to bring good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to heal the broken and hearted. Jesus knew that when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, the hearts would be broken. He knew that hearts would be broken. And he went about from that very moment to make a plan. Amen. To come to redeem. Isaiah says, therefore, the redeem of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. He knew that he had to robe himself. He knew he had to come to the earth to fulfill the word that has been spoken of him. He knew that when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, there will be times of disappointment and people would disappoint us and people would hurt us. He knew that death and sickness of loved ones would crush the very core of our lives and break our hearts. He knew it from the creation and he knew that 
that he had to do something about it. And that's why he said, I am come to heal the broken hearts. He knew that when Cain killed Abel, that surely it was going to break Adam and Eve's heart. He knew that Things would cause us to be in pain and suffer and to hurt because of wrongdoings of others. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible says in Genesis 26, 34 and 35 that Esau broke Isaac and Rebekah's heart. You see, Esau got jealous at his brother Jacob because Jacob was given the birthright. And as a result, amen, Isaac had told his sons, amen, not to marry any of the Canaanite women because that's what Abraham was told by God. And Isaac was just passing it on. But Esau, because he was so mad with his brother, Brother Jacob, and he was mad with his father and his mother, Rebecca. Scripture says in Genesis 26, 34 and 35, and Esau was 40 years old when he took to wife Judith of the daughter of Beer, the Hittites, and Bashamoth, the daughter Elon, the Hittite, which were a grief of mine unto Isaac and Rebekah. He brought grief, he brought sorrow to their hearts and to their minds. He brought grief because he did not seek his parents' advice nor their consent as to who he should marry. They took women that had nothing to do with Jehovah. And as a result, it caused them heartache and grief and sorrow in their lives. The marriage of them was troubling to Rebecca. Amen. Because they he went against God's word. They are parents whose children have married against their will. And in some cases, their children are now divorced. They are abused. They're on drugs. They're being prostituted. And they're suffering with a broken heart. The parents are suffering with a broken heart. The child is suffering with a broken heart. They are living in grief and sorrow of heart. But Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He have sent me to bind up the wounds and the broken hearts to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them 
beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. He's anointed me to bring preach good tidings unto the meek. Isaiah says in 52, 5, now therefore, what have I here, saith the Lord, that my people is taken away for naught, that they rule over them, make them to howl, saith the Lord, and my name continue every day and blasphemy. Therefore, my people shall know my name, therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he, he that doth speak, behold, it is I, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bring good tidings, that publish peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. Stay with me. Amen. When the fullness of time was come, Paul says in Galatians 4, 4, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that was under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because we have been redeemed, my Redeemer liveth, and I can shout, I can sing, I know in whom I have believed, for I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which has been committed to him against that day. How beautiful are the feet of them that bring peace and publish peace. Praise God. Luke 4, verse 1 through 21. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said to him, If thou be the Son of God, command that this stone that it is be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that it is delivered unto me, and to whosoever I will give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall you serve. Sir, quoting Deuteronomy 6, 13, and Exodus 20, 1 through 5, and 34, 14. And thou, he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If thou be the Son of God, cast 
cast down thyself from hence. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee and all thy ways. And in thy hands they shall bear thee up, lest thou at any time should dash thy foot against a stone. Satan quoted Psalms 91, but Jesus comes back against him and answered him and said, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 6.16. And when the devil had entered all his temptations, he departed from him for season and Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of God and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read and there was delivered him the book of the prophet Isaiah and when he had opened the book he found the place where it was written he could have opened any place in the book of Isaiah. He could have opened any chapter in the book of Isaiah and it would have been about him. He could have found any spot to point to in the book that was given to him because it was all about him. Isaiah had said in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple Above it stood the serpents, each having six wings, and with twain they covered their face, and with twain they did fly, and they cried one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. He could have touched any place in the book, and it would have been about him. But Jesus found the spot in the book because he knew that he had came for a specific purpose at that time. And this is the spot where he found when he had found and opened the book. He found that the spot, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He upset me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord and he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that was in the synagogue was fastened on him and he began to say unto them this day ha, is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. God says, what was written by the prophet Isaiah about me is now fulfilled. I am here to meet the needs. I am here to mend the brokenhearted. I am here to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. How beautiful 
of the feet of them that publish peace and bring good tidings of good things to them that are in need. This gospel of Jesus Christ is to heal the broken heart. This gospel of Jesus Christ is to heal the wounded spirit. This heart, good gospel of Jesus Christ is to mend the broken hearts. This gospel is to show loving kindness and tender mercies. This gospel will save you. This gospel will free you. This gospel will change your life. It is a gospel that will bind up your wounds because that's what Jesus came to do was to heal the broken heart. Is your heart broken? Hallelujah. He's come to heal the broken and hearted, to bind up the wounds this morning. Praise God. Serving. Amen. He didn't put it in the Old Testament for nothing. He had to fulfill what he had told him. Peter said, knowing this, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Amen. But the prophets came not in times old by the will of men, but holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. They wrote what was going to come down the pipeline. You see, God had a plan when Adam and Eve fell in the garden. He knew that our hearts would be broken. He knew there would be grief. He knew there would be sorrow. He knew there would be suffering. And so he laid the network. He laid the roadway. Amen. One crying in the wilderness, John the Baptist said, prepare ye the ways of the Lord. Every mountain shall be brought low, and every valley shall be raised up, and the crooked places shall be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Amen. God has come to seek and to save that which was lost. He's come to mend the broken hearts. He's come to bind up the wounds. He's come to set the captives free. That's the God you serve, and that's the Lord I serve, because His love and kindness is better than life, and my lips shall praise Him while I live. Praise God. Stay with me. Hallelujah. Hannah, the Bible says, was broken in heart. When you read the first Samuel chapter one, Hannah was so broken. And every year, the Bible says, when they went up to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover, Hannah was always, I can only imagine what she was going through because the Bible says that her adversary provoked her Every year, she talked about her. And why? Because Hannah didn't have any children. She nagged Hannah. She showed, she provoked her all constantly, making her feel bad, making her suffer because she had no children. Amen. And as a result, Hannah did not want to go. Hannah was so stressed. Hannah was so depressed. Hannah was so grieved in her heart. Her heart was broken. Amen. Because of her adversary. But this year, amen, was going to be a different year. Hannah had made up her mind. Hannah decided 
decided to, to get up on the right side of the bed this morning. She had decided to, and the day is not going to be like it's always been. Hannah knew maybe she had got the scriptures. Maybe she had read something of oh, of how good God was. Maybe she had read something of how God had delivered, how God had delivered Moses, how God had took care of Moses, how God had been with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Maybe Hannah had got a hold of it. Amen. And maybe she knew something. And this was not going to be like it's always been. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Hannah says, this is going to be different today. Hallelujah. She was depressed. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 through verse 20. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunken. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was bitter in soul. Notice, she was oppressed and grief. Every time she thought about being barren, it broke her heart. The Bible says she's bitter in soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Amen. And she vowed a vow. Watch this. Watch this. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli mocked her mouth, but Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said to her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunken neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thy handmaiden for a daughter of Bilal, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thy handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they rose up early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to the house of Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her for 
Therefore it came to pass when the time was come about that Hannah had conceived that she bore son and called this name Samuel said because I have asked him of the Lord. She was heartbroken but God come to heal the broken heart. I've come to tell you today but God who is rich in mercy for his great love for us but God who quickened the things that are dead and called them as though they were but God who said look unto me and be ye saved of the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else I am God and I've come and you are my witnesses saith the Lord that you may know and believe me that I am he before me there was no God form and neither shall there be after me I even I am the Lord and beside me there is no Savior I know in whom I have believed the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me with oil he has sent me to heal the broken heart to preach deliverance to the captives Jesus says ask and it shall be given unto you seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone that asketh receiveth and everyone seeketh will findeth and everyone knocketh the door will be open unto you Jesus can fix your broken heart Jesus can bind up the wound Jesus can help you but you've got to give him all the pieces praise God the spirit of the Lord is upon me hallelujah you probably remember that old children's fable Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king horses and all the king men could not put Humpty Dumpty back together again. I find that story very interesting. That little nursery rhyme, children tell, whatever you want to call it. They never call for the king. They call for the horse. Amen. And they call for others, but they never call for the king. For our king says, and call upon me in the times of trouble, and I will hear you, and I will deliver you, and you will glorify me my name. For whoso offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him the order is conversational right. Will I show the salvation of the Lord? God will deliver you. That's why he came for. God will heal you. That's why he came for. Isaiah pit it this way. Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He have no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we shall desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as this was our face from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. 
not. Surely he had borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did exceed him, stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes we were healed. Isaiah 53, 1 through 5. Friend, I come to tell you today, he knows what it feels like to be rejected. He knows what it feels like to be despised. He knows what it feels like to have sorrow. He knows what it feels like to be overcome with grief. Because he took on flesh and blood just like you and I. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. He can fix it. I don't care what your problem is. He can fix it, but you've got to give him all the pieces. Peter says, cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he cared for you. Hallelujah. You can make it. Amen. In Acts 27, they, the ship broke, and Paul says, but there be no loss of life. Amen. And they all made it to shore of broken pieces and boards of the ship. This is the old ship of Zion. It is the hope for the lost and dying. It is a soul-saving station. It is the tower of salvation. It's been through the storm, but the wind can turn it. It's been in the flood, but the flood can sink it. It's been in the fire, but the fire can burn it. It's been fed to the lions, and the lions can need it. It followed a lot of wars, and it's never been defeated. I'm talking about the church and the book of Revelation. It's built on a rock. It's got a firm foundation and its head is none other than Jesus Christ himself, the one who can heal the broken hearts. But we got to give him the pieces. Hannah pulled out her heart to the Lord and the Lord heard her and the Lord answered her prayer. Amen. Now notice how Hannah in First Samuel 2, 1 and 2 says it this way. And Hannah prayed and says, Ha, my heart rejoiced in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock <laughs> like our God. Oh, what a promise. Hannah reached back. She realized, I just need to give God a little praise, amen, for his goodness. She says, my heart rejoice in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. Hannah says he's given me strength when I didn't have strength. He's given me power when I did not have power. She says now 
well, I have an answer for my enemies when they come against me. You won't provoke me anymore. Amen. From this day forth, because God has heard me. Maybe your adversaries have been provoking you. Maybe your adversary, the devil, has been in your ear telling you that you're no good. Maybe the devil has been trying to tell you that you're an absolute failure. Maybe the devil has been trying to tell you that nobody cares about your life and who you are and what you have done and nobody cares or anything about you and your heart is broken. You are grieved. You're feeling sorry. But I come to tell you today, I've come to bring you joy unspeakable and full of glory. I've come to tell you today, but there's one named Jesus who looks beyond our faults. He sees our needs and he come to heal the brokenhearted. Jesus says, behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. Praise God. He's come to give you a new heart. He says, I will take that old stony heart and I will give you a heart of flesh that you may know me. Amen. Friend, if you would give him that heart that has been broken. Mary, Jesus' earthly mother, from the time she dedicated Jesus to the Lord at eight days old. When you read Luke chapter 2, you can read this on your own time. When she went into that temple, Simeon had been there for a long time, him and Anna. And Simeon, as he dedicated the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, as a baby, he turned to Mary and he says, a sword is going to prick your heart because of this child. Can you imagine? Amen. Can you imagine the grief and the sorrow? Because as soon as Mary walks out of that temple with Jesus, amen, Herod the Great tried to kill him. He went about killing all the babies, two years old and under, trying to kill Jesus. Can you hear the scripture, Rachel weeping for her children? Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Her pain, her suffering, her sorrows was starting. Amen. She found herself having to run, trying to save her son's life. Can you imagine later on in life when the religious leaders was trying to put her son to death. Uh, can you imagine when Herod Agrippa, amen, uh, not Agrippa, but Herod Antipas uh, went about, killed John the Baptist, uh, and now he was going about uh, to kill others uh, and Antipas would have killed Jesus. But Jesus says, you go tell that fox, I healed today, and I'm going to heal tomorrow, and I'm still going to work. But Mary's heart is still broken. Can you imagine, I mean, what she must have felt like when her son is beaten and scores by Pontius Pilate? And man, can you imagine what she must have felt like as her son with blood dripping 
everywhere with a crown of thorns in his head. Amen. Being made to bear an old cross up a hill called Golgotha. Can you imagine? Her heart is broken. Sorrow is filled her heart, her mind, her thoughts. Amen. I can do nothing for my son. They nailed him to an old rugged cross. They raised him and her son from that old rugged cross. Looked down and said, John, hold your mother. Mother, hold your son. The pain that he felt, that she felt because of John, because of Jesus. Amen. Can you imagine the pain? See, John had been beheaded. And I'm sure as the cousin of Elizabeth, it touched her heart. But God, amen, she could do nothing for her son. And the soldiers pierced him in his side. And he cried, Eli, Eli, saying, God, why have you forsaken me? Amen. She could do nothing for him. Her heart was broken. And he hung his head and died. Can you imagine what she felt like with her son being dead? Her heart was broken. Those two men on the road to Emmaus, hearts were broken. And after the resurrection, Jesus drew nigh to them. And they said to him, are you not the only one in Israel that know what happened to Jesus? He says, what are you talking about? They says, we just knew that he had come to deliver us. And here's the third day, and some of the women went to the tomb, and they found that it was he was gone. He was not there. And Jesus says, oh, fool, slow to heart. Should not Christ have suffered and died and raised the third day according to Scripture? And he broke bread with them and showed them his hands, and their hearts was rejoiced and renewed and restored because he came to heal the broken hearts. Mary's heart may have been broken, but the Bible says in Acts 1.14, after Jesus was risen and after Jesus had ascended, that they were in the upper room and Peter began to take inventory of his disciples that Jesus had put him in charge of. And the Bible says, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there with his brethren. She was right there. Amen. And the Bible says in Acts 2, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as a rushing money wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it said upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now dwelling at Jerusalem was Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. And when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and was confounded, and that they heard every man speak in his own language. And they was amazed and marveled 
marvel, said one to another, Are not all these which speak Galileans? And how we hear every man in our own tongue, wherein we was born, Perpians, Medes, Elamites, dwellers of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocians, Pontus, and Asia, and Phygia, Bamphylia, and Egypt, and parts of Libya, about Serene, strangers of Rome, Jews, proselytes, Greeks, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our own tongue, the wonderful works of God. And they was amazed and doubt, said one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking, saying, these men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, you men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be it known unto you, and be hearken unto my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose. Sin, it is but of the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass, and the last day, saith God, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see vision. And your old men shall dream dreams, and all my servants, and all my handmaidens, I will part in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I'll show wonders in the heavens above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come, and whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. Praise God. Oh, she might have had a broken heart. She might have felt sorrow. But oh, friend, when the Holy Ghost came in, when the Holy Ghost came in, like a mighty Russian wind, she knew that her son was in her. The hope of glory. She knew her heart was mended. She knew there was no more broken heart. Amen. Anymore. And I come to tell somebody today that God can heal your broken heart. But friend, you've got to give him all the pieces. Will you do that this morning? Right where you are this morning. Amen. I want to invite you. Amen. Maybe your heart is Maybe you've got sorrow in your heart. Maybe you're fearful. Maybe you've been lied on. Maybe you've been cheated. Maybe you've been talked about. Maybe, amen, you've just been struggling for years on end because your heart is broken. Maybe somebody has said something and did something to you that every time you hear their name or every time, amen, somebody bring them up or you see them, it's like a dagger being thrust in your heart all over again. But I come to tell you today, my friend, Jesus Christ has come to heal your broken heart today. Right where you are today, under the sound of my voice, whether you're home, maybe you're in a hospital ward, maybe you're driving down the road, but I come to tell you, Jesus wants to heal your heart, but you've got to give him all the pieces. And the way you give him all the pieces is you just got to lift your hands and you've just got to reach out for him and ask him to come into your heart today. Amen. Do, do Be like Hannah. Hannah poured out her heart. 
Everything was in her. Hannah poured it out to the Lord. And that's what you're going to have to do to get the release and to be delivered. Amen. Because that's what he comes for. Amen. It's to heal us. There's an old song that says, Touching Jesus is all that really matters. And your life will never be the same. There's only one way to touch him. And that is just to believe. And you call on his name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Right where you are this morning, why don't you reach out? Let him fix that broken heart, that sorrow and that pain. Oh, touching Jesus is all that really matters. And your life will never be the same. For there is only one way to touch Him. Just believe when you call on His name. Oh, touching Jesus is all that really matters. And your life will never be the same. For there is only one way to touch Him. Just believe when you call on His name. Will you do that this morning? Will you do that this morning, my friend? Will you do that right now? Would you just reach out? Would you just reach out? Amen. Just touch him this morning. Just touch him this morning. He's here for you. Touch in Jesus. Oh, yes. Think about it. Oh, yes, Lord God, I praise you. I praise you. Jesus, I worship you, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, God. You're worthy, Jesus. I give praise. Come on, reach out to him this morning. Reach out. Let him touch. Let him heal your broken heart. Don't let go. Don't let go. He's an anchor in the storm. Touch in Jesus. Yeah, let him touch you this morning. Let him touch you this morning. He's come for you and you alone this morning. He knows your heart. He knows everything that you're facing. He knows your need this morning, and he's come to meet it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, I praise you. Oh, God, I praise you. Only you can make a difference, Lord. Only you can make a difference. In every life, in every heart, Lord. Oh, God, I'm asking you to touch. Reach down upon those that are sick in body today. Heal the broken heart. Bind up the wounds. Comfort the mourners today, God. It's only you can do it, Jesus. 
Only you can do it, God. Only you can do it. You're able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever ask to think, oh God. Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, God. I praise you today. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to touch your children today, Lord. That you would reach down, God, and mend the broken hearts and bind up the wounds, oh God. That only you can do, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Lord, I thank you again today, Lord God. Touch your children, Lord. Minister to them, Jesus, I pray, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Right where you are, man. Right where you are this morning. Right where you are. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. Then your life will never be the same. There is only one way to touch Him. Just believe when you call on His name. Oh, touching Jesus is all that really matters. And your life will never be the same. For there is only one way to touch Him. Oh, touch Him. Just believe when you call on His name. A woman tried many positions. And yet she grew worse. So to Jesus she came. And when the crowd tried to restrain her, she whispered these words through her pain. Is all that really matters. Then your life will never be the same. For there is only one way to touch. Just believe when you call on His name. I was bound when I knelt at that old altar. But they said Jesus could meet every need. 
<laughs> and when this prisoner finally touched Jesus, oh yes, he sent me free praise the Lord free in continue amen until further notice we will continue to be broadcasting our services online amen this wednesday night seven o'clock bible study we're talking about compassion amen hopefully you have logged in and uh if you go out to our website you can go to the archive if you missed last week you can go to the archive on our website here uh, and you can log in and, and listen to the messages that was taught. Amen. We encourage you to do that. If for some reason you uh, had missed the service, amen, or you're out there, you're just looking for a word of encouragement and word of strength in your life, amen, let me encourage you. Go to our website, and when this thing is lifted, come on out and be with us here as well. Amen. Don't forget, amen, we're praying three times. Next Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. I'm sorry. Amen. This is the day for the church. Amen. God's not dead. He's alive. Amen. We're going to be excited about the resurrection. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Because he lives in us. It's the old song, I serve a risen Savior. He's in my life today. Amen. 
Amen. Resurrection Sunday. Get up and worship the Lord. Amen. And don't forget, we're praying three times a day. We're asking you to join us morning, noon, and night. Amen. Pray for the needs of our nations. Pray for the needs of our district. Pray for our ministers, our families, our loved ones, all the saints of God, all the people around the world. Amen. Let's continue to elevate God. Amen. So find something to to do that for us today. Amen. Praise God. If you have a birthday in the month of April out there, I want you to listen as I sing this song. Amen. Because this is for you. Amen. And I want you to enjoy your birthday. Amen. And may God give you a thousand more years. Amen. If you should tear it. <laughs> a happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. May you feel Jesus near every day of the year. A happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. And the best year you've ever had. If you got an anniversary, a happy anniversary to you. A happy anniversary to you. May you feel Jesus near every day of the year. A happy anniversary to you. A happy anniversary to you. And the best year you've ever had. Happy anniversary. Amen. Amen. If you want to give to this ministry, amen, you can give your tithes and offerings online, amen, at Givelify app, amen, or you can send a check to to the right place, <laughs> the church. God bless you, everyone. We love you much, and we thank you for being with us today. God bless you in Jesus' name.